Is there a better message? Come on. I could not figure out who that was. Who was that? I got him! Yeah! Where's the... Where's the... Purr, purr, purr? I've been playing songs for like a year now. I haven't got you. Finally, I knew it would get you because I had no idea who this was. It came on on uh, Spotify. Yeah, I couldn't. I would have. Yeah, I would have fast forwarded at the beginning. The beginning is so uh, terrible. But I was out of fast forward. Shania, so I, had, uh, I can't. I can't figure it out. I, I like was. Uh, you know, I. I was. I don't even know how to say it. Desri. <laughs> All right, there you go. D E S apostrophe R E E. Desiree. Is that how you say it? Well, we all know I'm inching that that closet door, Mike. It's uh slowly <laughs> expanding. Slowly the light. I don't know, dude. I was listening out. to like four episodes ago. I think you fucking kicked that door down. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> you came out with a vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> it was my Die Hard three. No doubt about it. <laughs> But yeah, it does a great tune, huh? Yes. It remi- like, I felt like I was like Allie Beal, like breaking up with my boyfriend, <laughs> stepping out on New York City, like walking with some aggression down the street, man. You know? So 90s, right? <laughs> I-, I-, I literally felt like I was wearing Jinko jeans, riding my rollerblades. I turned know? into Sarah Jessica Parker right then and there. <laughs> Just met him. It was incredible. It's metamorphosis. Amazingly, your nose got smaller. I, well, well, I, <laughs> I do got that big schnozzolino. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great, too, dude. You gotta be by Desert Desiree. Yeah, that, that was just so 90s, man. Everything. You know, the, the music behind it, the, the, the female empowerment of that era, it, it was like, totally different than now now the female empowerment is guys like leah thomas where they tuck, their, say, tuck yeah. their dong halfway up their ass you know and they're feeling no, really it's, powerful it's, uh, sam smith's girlfriend over there that he did this song with who's really a dude yes it, well uh, the female Trebecca or whatever well, i think we're on the same page here that if you want to be f- empowered in a female in 2023 you have to be dylan mulvaney and so uh <laughs> well first you got first you got to tuck your dick like a real woman <laughs> that's right <laughs> The trick to being a true woman, it always starts with a tuck. And then uh, <laughs> you move forward from there. A good, deep tuck. <laughs> Mothers, make sure to teach your daughters how to properly, how to properly tuck. <laughs> I don't think we've ever offended that many people that fast in a, in an episode. <laughs> We went full blast. Can we throw in the Palestinians just for good measure? You know? <laughs> Some call us the Hamas of the airways. <laughs> <laughs> Too far? <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, we we maxed out, no doubt. By the way, Hamas, actually, you were almost right. Uh, they were actually a group that formed in opposition to a group that was like CIA trained and formed. Were they formed in opposition to ISIS? Uh, PLO. See, this is how crazy it got in the Middle <laughs> East in the early 2000s. Everyone forgets. Oh, this is the this is goes back to the 80s. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, 
Yeah. But when we went in there and destabilized after I, you know, during Iraq and all that stuff, like it, the twenty years that followed, we don't know what's going on over there. It, it's mayhem. It's all puppets, yeah. and you know, it, oh, you know that's what it was. Okay, so that's what it was. So the PLO was the group that they they did recognize Israel as a state, and then Hamas just came in as the more extreme brotherhood. <laughs> the reason we don't understand they were, anything they were probably led by here's, here's what I will give you they're not they're not CIA but I guarantee you they were like funded and led by right. somebody like the, like Al Qaeda or the Taliban well here I'm, I'm gonna link it in a way to the reason I see it in these terms is because of Al Qaeda right or Al Qaeda and Bin Laden alright who is Osama bin Laden? Well, he was on the CIA payroll in the 1970s when we were funding the Mujahideen to fight the Soviets. Right. So we, we funded bin Laden, and then 20 years later, he, according to the story, uh, paid 18 hijackers to go learn how to dry, uh, fly Cessnas around in Florida, and then they flew giant 747s into the Twin Towers, and one of their passports miraculously landed on the ground, and we figured <laughs> out who did it. Uh, that's the story. Dude, even, like, the so fantastical, the flight school instructor. That's incredible. Where he was like, yeah, I had 12 Muslims came in, and they said they didn't want to learn how to take off or land. <laughs> And do you know uh, how to hide these box cutters? Uh, you know, <laughs> some of them are, you know, they're not going to really check. I need to shove this up my ass. What do you think the best way is? No, dude, that's what I mean. You're right. So that's why I think these guys were probably like, you know, like the, they, there's they were a probably complexity. like a small group that was then funded and teamed up yes. with like the talent. You know, what I'm trying to say is the complexity of the CIA and our three letter and the DIA and all these agencies that have been funding all these offshoot groups and terrorist groups in these other countries to fight these proxy wars against Russia and China. And we've been doing it since the the fifties and sixties, you know, it's really hard to determine, you know, where did Hamas come from? Who funded Hamas? Who funded ISIS? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we, it usually kind of comes back to the CIA. Or MI6, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, did you see, and did you see the uh, did you see the thing about the M4s? Well, are those the weapons that came from Ukraine? So that's the whole. That's the dude. This is the farniest shit. So there, for sure, you can see it in the videos. There's a lot of Hamas guys walking around with American M4s, right? The M16. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, interesting, right? And so. <laughs> So, some MAGA, I can only assume right-wing extremists yes, in America. Yes, that's right, that, dude. <laughs> they pointed out that maybe Ukraine was selling these weapons that we were giving them to these terrorist groups, right? And they were making their way to Hamas. And the left's response was, don't be stupid. These are the weapons we left over when we abandoned Afghanistan. Oh, that's right. <laughs> of course. How could we forget? We're so silly. These aren't from our current mistake. This is from our mistake a year and a half, uh, two years ago. Come on. Yeah, unfortunately, this mistake is fully Biden's fault. Uh, sorry, gang. 
I mean, are we far enough from Trump's presidency that this is not Trump's fault? Well, if if we're identifying weapons taken from the takeover of Afghanistan, you know, being now used to, you know, fight no, That's why they're doing it, though. Right. They still blame the withdrawal on Trump. Good call. So you're saying this is some weird loophole way to be like, see, this is uh, the Trump administration. Dude, there's already some guy, he was laughing, and he told me about it this morning, early morning, and I was like, no, that can't be true. I had to look it up. Dude, amongst the extreme left, you won't believe the conspiracy theory. I won't, and I'm very excited to hear it because I love a good tinfoil hat moment. So the left who can who always talks about the right conspiracy theories, right? Well, we are Without all any... QAnon fanatics. <laughs> oh, dude, this beats anything Q's ever <laughs> said. The, the extreme, the really far left, extreme left. They're, they're, they're trying to say the... Uh, the top secret documents that Trump had oh, yeah. were about Iron Dome. And there was a lot of things about uh, Israel in there. And that Trump actually released the information to Hamas that allowed them to overtake everything. Wow. That's deep. <laughs> that is deep. They wow. Believe this- they believe this is directly related to the uh, top secret information that Trump had. It's crazy they'll go down that wormhole, but completely disregard the fact that Hunter Biden has four laptops left around the world containing data showing him banging international spies. Whoa, whoa, KKK, take it easy <laughs> with, the right, with the right-wing extremism, dude. I haven't seen any proof of that. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's so, that's incredible that they're gonna link it to that. Okay, and do you uh, recall about ooh twenty four to thirty six hours ago, there were all these reports of Trump telling this one other billionaire these secrets to the nuclear football code or whatever, and uh, yeah, yeah. turns out yeah. uh, those that was debunked and it was a false story. I don't believe it. It was it was an untrue story. No, no. The original story was true. The debunk, the debunking must be fake. Oh wow! All right, man. <laughs> Sounds like Russia propaganda, if I've ever seen this it. twist. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get over the uh, Ukraine situation, given what's happened in Israel and what is probably currently unfolding in the Gaza Strip, and you know, in the other areas. Well, don't you think it's from the I mean, Palestine? Don't you think na- do you not think, like, now China's for sure going to invade Taiwan? Like, I think they're doing this. I think this is. I think we're looking down a unified. But yeah. Between, like, um, between Russia, Iran. You know, like, I don't think Hamas does this without Iran. And I don't think Iran gives the go ahead without Russia. I agree. I think Russia, Iran, and China are in cahoots. I think they um, are backing each other up. And In India, I don't know. There's something going on that just doesn't seem right. It's almost like they're going to take over the West. It seems like we're really losing our grip. Well, we lost a major grip culturally, not just here, but also in the UK and all throughout the EU. And so we've been weakened culturally. 
we are a, we are countries of weak men. These other countries that we speak of are countries of much tougher men, people who are willing to die for their gods or for their countries. Uh, in either way, you cannot say the same of the people of America or any of the European Union countries or the UK. So, or in I don't know what they have in Canada. Uh, go on there, you know, I like know. they're all just drugged up and you know aren't allowed to leave their homes. And uh, I just it it kind of feels like the campaign to destabilize the Western worlds through social media and the internet and, and, you know, to politically and culturally weaken them has succeeded. And now is the time to strike with brute force, something that all of these cultures are totally incapable of uh, not only withstanding, but even, you know, putting up a fight against. This is, I mean, it should really scare you people. Did you see any of those Islamic, uh, extra, those, those, uh, Hamas terrorists? Did any of them stop? Stop! I need a safe space. Did <laughs> well, any of them look like they were confused about what gender they were? I was gonna say. You did, know what I mean? Did you see any of the Hamas te- uh, soldiers or terrorists with like a name tag that had their pronouns uh, <laughs> plastered on there? No. We should- I, I know you think I'm gonna rape this woman, but I actually am a woman. <laughs> I came here it's for her a- to rape me. Actually, <laughs> I know that doesn't make sense, but that's what your culture believes. No, see, I, I really do think the rot that has come from within, it, it's pretty apparent now, and, and the stench is everywhere, and, and it, it's almost like we are ripened for an attack, uh, really, because I, I say it all the time, you know, take a look around, people. Even, even all the gun-toting MAGA Second Amendment lovers out there, you guys don't look like you run the treadmill every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, not everybody's in any kind of shape. We are actually, like, 80% obese as a country. Are we in any shape to take on any kind of enemy? We've we've been destroyed already from within, and we didn't even see it happen, and it was a slow boil. We're the frogs, people, and we're cooked, man. They used to to always tell us that you go on these long ruck marches, you know, to nowhere. There was this place in El Paso, it was this bridge that was like, I forgot how far out it was. It was literally a straight road in the desert, dude. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and then, man. And then there was an overpass. It was like 12 miles out or something. And you'd have this 80-pound rucksack, and they'd have this giant clock on a table at the beginning. They'd be like, all right, you got four hours or whatever it was, you know, go. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and everybody, you know, as a private, all the privates always bitch. You're the new guy. You know, you're always bitching. And the, the one answer was, how in the hell are you going to kill the enemy if you can't even get to him? You got to get to the battle and then fight. Right? Wow. So all yeah, you man. fat fuckers sitting there, with you got to have all the guns in the world. I get that that gun can shoot 300 meters, but what are you going to do? You can't even get within 300 meters. <laughs> You're fat. You're lazy. If we, It's just an interesting situation here, and I think maybe we saw it unfold on a micro scale there in Israel, you know, and look at what happened in Israel, by the way, that's a population where you must go and do military training for two years. Yeah. And, and they, I, I just, I just like don't that. think, I just don't, I don't know. Did uh, you see the nervous. way those men, did you see I, yes. the way those men were storming these, 
Yes, they were trained. They're ready. They're going to kill. We are, nobody here is ready for that, man. Jordan Peterson has been saying it for years. You mothers and fathers, you need to teach your boys to be monsters. And then you need to teach them to control it. Because the only thing that could take those guys out are monsters who have control. You know what I mean? Yeah, those are, man. That, 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 those are monsters that are, are, under, that are out of control. Absolutely. And again, I, just, I, I'm very focused in on the cultural destruction here. It, there was a campaign that was waged over the last two decades and you can feel it now. We're, we have the results, man. Look, take a look around at the weakness of everybody. You know, the, yeah. the, the mental weakness, the physical weakness. It's all there. Oh, and the softness. <clears throat> softness. Even, even in this situation. I don't know, man. I just, like, I just like want everybody to be happy. Like, dude, okay. <laughs> Nobody's happy. Can we what just, are we going to do now? Can we join hands, sing Kumbaya, my man? Let's do it. What, what if happiness just isn't an option? Now what? what? What's next? What's your next goal? What's the next step? Right? Just happiness for everybody? Peaceful life for everybody? Maybe that's just not it. So what's next? Well, no. we're, we're the generation living through the soft times and the easy times, oh. and we uh, will reap the consequences of having to go through hard times now uh, because we are led by soft, easy, feeble men. Uh, the softest, dude. What got me is, well, again, I, I think there's this infiltration culturally going on, and it sometimes feels like the destruction is happening from the highest forces in our country, and it's on purpose, almost like people are getting paid off. Almost. Well, you know, it, it bothers me so much because we keep bending, right? There, no mosque, no Muslim leader is out there saying, you know, we need to let gays get married in the mosque, right? That's right, man. But we keep bending. We keep breaking. You know, we keep changing. And it's like, I don't know, man. The, we, we, I don't think we have what it takes to, to stand up. I think you're going to see a Muslim reign. I honestly, I think, I think what's bothering me the most about this, about that guy in New York, is I actually think they might be right. Not that their God is the best, but I think, I think the, the, the stage has been set, and we are ripe for the fall of the Judeo-Christian dominance over the world. quite a rain uh you know we'll see how things play out again i think there's some sort of element of the united states already being bought and sold and the the game is lost the the battle is lost yeah. the war is lost it's possible with these open borders and the way our politicians are paid for that we just have no chance people and the reason i kind of say that yeah. right now is because i came across a doozy when it comes to the politicians of new york and china 
A million dollars in Chinese money reportedly greasing the wheels of New York's political system. An exclusive investigation from Newsweek is calling out cases of funding from Beijing, landing in dozens of lawmakers' pockets. The report reveals decades of donations, mainly from community groups. Decades. The groups are closely linked to Beijing's United Front Work Department, which takes direct orders from the Chinese Communist Party's top body. Experts in the West accuse it of serving as a propaganda and espionage arm and of aiding Beijing's transnational repression. Here's a list of just a few that have gotten backing. Former New York Senator and presidential candidate Hillary Clinton. Don't. New York Congress member Grace God. Meng. Who no, stop right there. After yes. Stop right there. Do you hear how they call her former presidential candidate? That's right. Ted Cruz has been a senator for like two decades. They still called him failed. <laughs> what do they call it? Like they call him like a failed runner-up or something. I believe it's president. failed former Cuban. Uh, <laughs> Ted Cruz. <laughs> how do you like the fact that Hillary Clinton for decades was receiving kickbacks from Chinese? Uh, Chinese, uh, from, <laughs> from Chinese spies. She knows Chinese too. Yeah, Chinese. That, that was the little girl Bill fucked. Uh, uh, <laughs> play. I think it goes Chinese dirty knee. Is that how it goes? I can't remember the name. She was getting kickbacks from Chinese spies for decades while being senator. After she bumped off JFK Jr., uh, senator getting <laughs> kickbacks for twenty years. This lady was almost president. You know, it reminds me of a current president who's also probably getting kickbacks from the Chinese. What's that guy's name? Oh, yeah, the big guy, Joe Biden. I know. It really makes you wonder, like, who's not paid off? Mike, you know what? You're going to love this clip. This is why I got it for you, because you're going to hear the, the best guy in the entire crop here out of the New York politicians that's getting paid off. Chinese businessman in her district after taking thousands in donations. The man is now facing charges for acting as a Chinese agent and helping Chinese authorities force a U.S. resident back to China against their will. As for others, New York City Mayor Eric Adams and yeah. New York Governor Kathy Hochul. <laughs> no. money also went to Can And Hockle, dude? Yes, man. Come on. And it's for New York's listen, government. Listen, I asked I asked him about his wallet, and you know what he said? We have no more room <laughs> in the city. No more room in his wallet for Chinese money. I don't believe the story. Dude, this guy, come on, man. He, this is a... They're all corrupt people. They're all corrupt. State Assembly and Senate, plus District Attorney, Attorney General, Judges, and the Governor's Office. Based on the findings, in the past 10 years alone, these Beijing-linked community groups spent at least $600,000. Newsweek reports that over 600 groups have links to the United Front Department in the U.S. A year. 130 of them are based in New York. Donations from similar groups have been identified across the country. Ah, there it is, a little icing there on the cake. Across the country it's been going on. This is Chinese spies paying off our politicians. Come on, man. Yeah. All yeah. right, not interested. I thought you would enjoy it. I Eric mean, Adams I, getting some money I, I from I the do Chinese love the Eric spy, Adams. man. Come on. I love the Eric Adams, yeah. Oh, so that's why he, that's why he doesn't want any more Southern immigrants. Got to make room for the Chinese. <laughs> They're the ones that paid already.
Uh, my point being in all of this is I brought this up about a year ago, I feel like, on this show, uh, and I've been hammering it home for a long time, which is take a look at our media. Take a look at what we're censored with and how, and think about COVID and, and just... China kind of runs this country in a lot of ways. Oh, they run everything. And, and so if everything. you look at it through that perspective, a, a lot of our decisions as a country make a lot of sense. We don't do anything America-centric. No, we do things China-centric and Ukraine-centric and Israel-centric and everything else-centric. You, you, nothing is for the people here in America. Nothing is for us by us anymore. It's about every other country but us. This country has been sold out, man. We're so, I can't get anybody to understand my, <clears throat> my stance on where I stand in this presidential run. Listen, all I know for sure 100% is everybody in power, including, including Republicans like Mitch McConnell, like anybody who's been in power forever, they all want Joe Biden to win. That's right, right? man. Yeah. So I'm so I'll never vote for Joe Biden. Now, I'll, if it's between him and Trump, I'll vote for Trump because they don't want Trump to win as much as they want Joe Biden to win, right? But yes. they're putting so much effort into making sure he's the Republican candidate. That makes me know that their thinking is we want Biden, but if we have to, we can deal with Trump. Now, RFK, they do everything to silence him. That's why I'll vote for him over Trump. This is an interesting take. So a, a big uh, push by the right side for Trump is he's the outsider. They don't no. want him to run. No. But I would argue totally contrary to that. They love Trump. They, obs they dream about a Trump run. Like, that's all the news media wants is Trump. Oh, no, no. They can do what I, I, I can't get anybody to understand. Nobody knows what they have done. For the past three years in the Biden administration, because they've just been worried about Trump. Well, they're going they've after him. To get, they've been able to get away with the most insane shit, with the courts. Yeah, all this. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. they're literally stripping away our freedoms as we speak. The fucking gun. They have a gun registration in Illinois right now. If you buy what they consider to be an assault rifle, you have to register. Otherwise, if they catch you without and you're not registered, you are now a felon and you no longer can own any gun. Wow. So it's insane what they're doing. And nobody cares. Nobody's paying attention. You know why? Well, I heard, I heard, I heard Ron DeSantis banned books. That's right, man. He hates the gays. He hates gays. Say gay. Say gay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Yeah, man, it's, here in Colorado, they pull us, sign some bullshit amendment thing, and now you got to wait three days to get your gun. I'm sure the thug down in five points is waiting his three days waiting. to get his gun so he can go rob the couple leaving the Nuggets game, right? Oh, he's, sure at he's, waiting, yeah, his mom, waiting. he's at home pacing. He's at home pacing. His mom's going to ask him That's what's right. wrong. Like, man, yes. I gave Tyrone that 250. <laughs> he told saying. me I got to wait three days. <laughs> waiting his three days so, you know, so they could check his mental health, right? This is great. It's so stupid. This is fantastic. It's, so, it's insane what they're doing. That's why they they want Biden. They'll take Trump. They're putting. Dude, I think right now. I I don't know if it's true, but I heard 
they the Democrats have actually spent. If you look at their uh, super PACs, oh yeah, they're they're spending almost as much money on Trump's campaign as he is. He's that's, spending that's all his weird. money on the lawsuits. Well, or yeah, the, the criminal he's, cases. He's being tried in five different states for multiple rape cases and murder and uh, Jan sixth and. You so know. he's got no money to campaign. So in the meantime, the DNC they're spending money. Their their PACs are spending money on. Uh, on what do you call it? The tech ads for the other. Yeah, you're candidates. saying that the DNC is aggressively getting rid of guys like the Sanctimonious and anybody else. They made him fall below Nikki Haley. Yeah, I don't know who's Nikki Haley. Who the fuck is Nikki Haley? Ron DeSantis is a governor of a purple state and turned it red. You know what I mean? If anybody could bring us to the middle, it's it's DeSantis. He's also you know, like a it, family guy with kids and a wife, and we don't know any of his porn star antics. And uh, he's also like, yeah, no me too's. His son yeah. also didn't like marry his dead son's wife, you know. And like, there's just and like take a, money from yeah, Ukraine. No you money know, there's from Ukraine. Like, there's not a lot of that sick stuff going on with DeSantis. It's kind of nice. Like he's a family guy of age to you know, you know, if we vote in DeSantis now in eight years, believe it or not, he won't be ninety two. It's incredible. It's uh, crazy. Like, no, no, it's, it's, it's insane because if you listen to anything like people like Bill Maher, who's a quote-unquote centrist, he just happened to vote Democrat for 30 years because they were the most cent- Dude, if you listen to what he talks about where he's like, he, he literally, what you just said, he'll be like, you know, would it be, he wants a guy who's normal, who's of age. It's like everything you check off your boxes. Ron DeSantis does have that. Is he perfect? No, but nobody's going to be perfect. He's more of what you're asking for than Joe Biden. I guarantee you that. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited yeah. for the third party run. I I hope I hope that we get the the three podiums for the debate. If it's gonna be dis- uh, if it's gonna be Trump and Biden, I want that Kennedy right in the middle. They'll never let him debate. They're never gonna let him do it. I totally agree with yeah. you, but. Uh, it's, uh, we can hope, and I'm a big fan of the, uh, glass half full, and because I'm a glass half full kind of guy, I see a- another extended element of hope on the horizon when it comes to kind of the defeating of the woke culture, which is part of our weakening and has been kind of part of our demise in many ways. Well, the woke culture is taking a major hit this week with a decision against a young man who, Mike, we shall celebrate him much like the beloved Michael Jackson impersonator. <laughs> no. The young man who was killed, murdered. No. Do you at, have an update for me? At the Cop City protests in Atlanta. We remember Cop City in Atlanta. Uh, we have an update. And I hope everyone has a tall glass of water because Amy Goodman. Wait, which one was this one? I thought you were going to bring up the New York one. Which one was this one? This is Cop City. Somebody died at Cop City? <laughs> Do you, you don't remember, dude. No, I don't remember. See, this is the best part. This is why I have Amy Goodman. She's going to describe it to us. <laughs> I can't wait. This young man was at a protest for... They're going to build Cop City is what they're uh, phrasing it as. And Cop City is a facility that they're going to build a massive training. Uh, hold on, hold on. We, no, no, stop. This, we got to go before this. They burned down every major city because they demanded pr- police be better trained. 
That's right. right. Yes, that was BLM in the Summer of Love. That was the whole. So the, that was the whole purpose. So they, Good call, my so man. So then yeah. they spend millions and millions of dollars. That's right. To build this complex where they can train police officers. Cop city. And the people who demanded better trained police officers are now protesting. They're pro- yeah, they're protesting. <laughs> they're protesting Cop City, and so well they were, and then they like they like encamped there. I think you know they were doing this whole. You know, kind of stopping the bulldozer, wrapping around the tree kind of deal, yeah, yeah. and there was an altercation, a, and a young fella, who we will learn about here in this clip, uh, he he got caught in the crossfire, and there was some, you know, miscommunication, misidentification, maybe even misunderstanding, you know, there was something going on, but... I'm guessing uh, a tinge of racism. Maybe a little racism. The kid also uh, <laughs> apparently had a he had a gun on him. He's packing some heat, you know. So maybe, maybe if you're gonna go be in a situation, was this a Republican gun or a Democrat gun? It was well, good, good question. I don't even know how to answer that now that I think about it. <laughs> well, because Republican guns kill people, right? Well, Demo- Democrat guns are just held by people who have been misguided. Actually, it must have been Democrat because he had it on him. The Republican gun, the guy was still waiting three days uh, to get uh, cleared for it, for the mental health. <laughs> right? So the Republican guy didn't have his gun. Democrat gun. <laughs> you got to stop those extremists on the right side, man. Those mega extremists. All right? Got to give him three-day grace period on that gun. <laughs> Thanks, Jared. Uh, so, all right, so... I I forgot about this whole situation. Amy Goodman definitely didn't. She's very emotional about it. But this young man defending the you know building of this cop city or stopping it got caught in a misunderstanding. They see a gun. They shoot the guy. Uh, it was a big deal a year ago, but so much shit has happened that we forgot about it apparently. And so now we finally get a ruling, Mike, and we can only assume we're going to get a tau-tau here, right? They're going to bust uh, the cop and shot him, right? Tau-tau didn't even do anything, and he got four years. That's what I'm Poor saying. Tau-tau. Yeah, they're definitely going to get the guy who, you know, he was just standing guard at the end of the roadway two miles away, right? This guy has been going away for four years. Okay, so Amy Goodman's going to give us the— Your, your inaction was just as bad as it needed. <laughs> Amy Gibbons gonna she's gonna give us the lowdown and the good news, I guess, or maybe not. We'll see about one. the uh, results of the Cop City trial. A Georgia prosecutor has declined to bring charges against state troopers who fatally right shot away. The December, I knew the tone was yes. going right when I heard her voice. She's devastated, dude. Man. Did you hear the dude? No, that mouth is so moist. It is. <laughs> <laughs> she fucking hydrated for this one. Could you feel the score? <laughs> her like <laughs> scowl through the, through the oh headphones, man. It's crazy. I, f- I felt like I was back in the principal's office. <laughs> That's right. You've never seen a frown like this, man. This lady's Woo! pissed off. This is good stuff. Yeah, classic Amy. A Georgia prosecutor has declined to bring charges <laughs> against state troopers who fatally shot the environmental activist Manuel Esteban. Fatally shot during a raid on the. St- She's gonna lay it thick. And my favorite part is she loves identifying these characteristics that try to humanize the the victim. Uh, environmental activist, like who could be mad at it? Well, no, no, it's activist. not even that. She's she's gonna they're gonna hammer home. All right, this young man's nickname. <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> this is to me. This is up here with the 
Be- beloved Michael Jackson impersonator. Right, I'm telling you, this is the next. This is the next one. Here we go. No. Oh yeah. The environmental activist Manuel Esteban Teran, known as Tortuguita, during a raid on a stop cop city protest encampment outside Atlanta in January. On Friday, District Attorney George Christian released a 31-page report concluding none of the six officers who fired shots that resulted in Tortuguita's death acted unreasonably. An autopsy by the DeKalb County Medical Examiner... Uh, uh, Amy, unfortunately, uh, Tortuguita was carrying Pistola Grande. <laughs> Sorry, just gotta throw that out there. <laughs> little t- little tortilla or whatever the fuck his name means. In this kid, a big fucking but, gun. You know, in this kid's defense, Alec Baldwin shot someone in the face and he's walking free. Oh, good call. Did, 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 hold on. Well, in the cops' defense, did they pull the trigger? Oh, well, no. The trigger was pulled by itself. We all know how the story works. I didn't pull the trigger. I didn't pull the trigger. <laughs> office revealed Tortuguita was struck 57 <laughs> times by police bullets. Although Whoa, 57 Tortuguita... times? Yeah, I know. That's the one thing about the story that's a little extreme, really, too. <laughs> Did you guys? I always <laughs> defend these guys on the number of shots. 16, 32, how many guys shot? Eight apiece. When are you guys reloaded? <laughs> yeah, man. Holy cow. You know what happened was someone heard the word tortuguita and they thought it was a ninja turtle and that they had no chance at survival. These guys know they have ninja skills. They learned it in a sewer from a rat, Whoa. man, you know? It was my bad, my bad. To be fair, I thought tortoises had nine lives. I didn't know it was a cat. <laughs> thought I had to kill them for all nine. Bad guys, I'll take this one. <laughs> Fifty-seven, man. They just like littered this dude with bullets. I mean, I feel like in this one, here's the difference. Like here, like maybe one of the dudes, whoever reloaded, should have probably gone to jail for a little bit. Well, to be fair, how many guys were shooting? And maybe these guys were just really good shots. Because if you hit every bullet, fifty-seven bullets isn't a lot of bullets. <laughs> how big was this? Right. How big was Tortuguita? I mean, was Not he? To be uh... <laughs> Yeah, are we talking 350 here? I mean, is this a wide target? Is this like an ironic nickname? Is he really like a gigantic Samoan? You know what I'm saying? And we're calling him Tortuguita. Like, you think small turtle or whatever turtle? I think that's small turtle. Are we talking like full-on entries? Are we counting grazes? (laughs) You know? Are these all kill shots? It's a rough story. The further we dig into it. Possessed a nine millimeter pistol and autopsy also found no traces of gunpowder residue on their hands, challenging police claims that Tortuguita fired a shot that injured a Georgia state trooper. In a statement, the stop cop city campaign. I love how Daniel Penny is Daniel Penny. This guy's Tortuguita. Yeah, what's Daniel Penny's nickname? Never know, right? Oh, murderer. This is Tortuguita. But also, I would take it a little more seriously if you called him Miguel. The guy's name's Miguel, right? Like, I get it. His grandma endearingly referred to him as Tortuguita, but we're talking about, like, a pretty intense murder situation. Maybe that's why they let the cops walk. You guys kept saying Tortuguita. He showed up to a protest with a pistol. That's what... 
uh, I mean. No, well, again, and I don't condone the 57 bullets that they had to rain upon this poor soul, but I, I, I'm saying that... To be fair, maybe he didn't go down. Maybe Tortuguita had a lot of fight in him. That's right, and he could have been high on some cocaine. Cocaina. Uh, for all you tortaguitas out there, but I, I believe... Corcanita. That's right, dude. And I, Corcanita. I think that, like, honestly, we've said this many times for these killings. Like, you're in the situation for one reason or another, and then you escalated this by having the weapon present. Yeah. And all other yeah. humans in the exact same situation their consequence would have been far tamer because they probably wouldn't have had the weapon. Anytime you... In, and remember there was some killing two years ago? I mean, there's been several, but it was like the dude had a knife and everyone was like, oh, this is unbelievable. How could they kill the guy? And then like it ended up coming out that he was like lunging at the officers with the knife trying to like kill them. And it's like, okay. And then everybody forgot about the story. I don't remember that one. You know what really got me? And I still never forget it was that black chick that was about to stab the other black chick. She, like, had a knife in her hand, was about to stab her, and the cop shot shot her. And it became, like, this whole thing about, like... Was that Brianna Taylor? No, Brianna... God, you're so... I'm a racist, racist. bigot. I know. <laughs> Brianna Taylor was the Say chick. her name, Frank. Hold her hand in the air. That was the so chick uh, hanging out in the, the bedroom air. when the drug dealer boyfriend got into the altercation. She was an innocent black woman. That's a black right. queen, if you will, Frank. I don't know what I was thinking. Where they just they just did this unwarranted... I don't know why they, they, you know... They did this warrant on the house. The dude was a drug dealer. <laughs> Minor details, Frank. This was a black queen. <laughs> That's right, dude. Also, forget about the fact that he had a gun, and they proved that he shot first. I know. Th- through when you through have video and forensic evidence, they were able to prove. And this was at a time where the DA would have. They they literally they went through everything with a fine tooth comb so that they could get the cops. They wanted the cops. Everybody wanted the cops. They weren't able to find any. So. If you have a gun, if you're concealed carry guy. And you get pulled over by the cops, you're not going to bust the gun out. You're going to probably, you have to write as in protocol to tell the cop, correct? No, you have to right away, otherwise you're going to lose that. You permit. say, sir, I have a concealed weapon, and I'm going to tell you right away, right? And you, you go through you the protocol. You license holder, and, and I do have. And, yes, yeah. and, 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 you show, and, and you go through the protocol. And you don't hear about those dudes getting just, you know, railed uh, with all these bullets. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, again, the guy who's always like, hey, officer, I have this permit. That's the dude waiting three days to get his gun in the mail. And the rest of these people out there who are busting out the pistol at the little protest in the woods in Atlanta, they're getting killed because why did you bring that pistol to this little protest? You, you brought it, and just by having that energy with you, you are welcoming whatever consequences come with that gun. What was the greatest argument? Remember New York, uh, New Mexico, they tried to do that thing where they, even if you had a license to carry, they were suspending it. That's right, man, yeah. And, and the, the number one reason they had to, to stop, they had to take that, or, uh, I mean, the number one argument was, how many licensed people are committing these crimes? You're saying you're going to suspend our rights because of all these crimes that are taking place. You have all the records. That's well, right. How many licensed people 
are committing these crimes. Yeah, how many licenses? Yes. <laughs> it turned out none of them. None of these shootings yes. are committed by, you know what I mean? It's like, exactly. Exactly. So what are we doing? It kind doing? of sounds like the people with licenses are keeping these guns in case something happens and they need it. Well, they have them because you have a bunch of offenders out there with the unlicensed guns, and they're able to get them without the three-day waiting period, and they're running amok. I know. Not to mention ghost guns. Yeah, watch out for those <laughs> ghost guns. <Should> we... <laughs> Fucking Fat JB was just talking about how he, like, you know, because he's probably going to make a presidential run, so he's, like, bragging about it. You keep saying everything. it. I don't see it, man. I just cannot. Oh, he thinks it's coming. He he's not palatable. Like him outside him, of Chicago, him. I don't know how you guys voted him in. Honestly, that that's how I know there's two thousand mules and stealing of elections because Pritzker keeps winning over there in Illinois. He's uh, gross. No, you haven't man. seen how dumb these people are in Illinois. It's insane. <laughs> Pritzker is no different than Jared Polis. They're fat, wealthy, aristocratic jackasses who don't care about the common man, and they just. Yeah, All yeah. they want to do is line their pockets and make a buck and they'll say whatever they're told you, to say. I'll never forget that clip you played uh, with that chick. Oh, where they were like talking man. about Pritzker. Oh, yeah. And Polis. Or I think it was Pritzker. When she was like, I don't know. He like, he's been running Illinois. He's doing a pretty <laughs> good job. Right, and he's like a cajillionaire. Cajillionaire. <laughs> He's like a cajillionaire. Like, that was, like, her number one, like, oh, yeah. my God. That's, he's a cajillionaire. That's that's the thing for Polis. He's gay and a cajillionaire. He's a gay-jillionaire. <laughs> that's why everyone loves him. He's the gay-jillionaire of our generation, man. Yeah! Oh, you, can't, you can't beat the gajillionaire. Holy shit. What what writer strike, folks? You don't need oh. those writers. Get out of here, man! I came out of my the ass. Problem is, I can make all the money in the world. I'll never be a gay jillionaire. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think I can suck a dick like that. Have you seen how Polis fondles the balls? The man's an artiste. <laughs> To be considered a gay jillionaire, do I have to suck the dick to completion? <laughs> Can you just blow it onto the blue dress? No? <laughs> All right. I'll have somebody pay today for this. <laughs> It'll look great in a foyer. Yeah, call uh, yeah. <laughs> back! Call back, people! Foyer! Ha ha ha! Wee wee! It was Macron. You should see this. Somebody please butter up my croissant. <laughs> Bring Macron and Trudeau. It might spark up something in the relationship they've been missing. I noticed those guys are both seeming a little tense. Oh, yeah. You, you're not hearing a lot about old Trudeau or Macron anymore, man. They're out. People are on to their ways. Uh, didn't they have, like, a bunch of turmoil in both their countries there for a minute? And now, now it's all on Israel. We're just talking Israel now. That's all it's going to be. It's a good distraction. Yeah. Israel was a good distraction, man. I'm Thank telling God. you. Again, I'm relieved of the Trump. <laughs> you know, maybe it'll be a nice well, pause. What, what, what really was this attack other than just the Muslim version of the Will Smith slap? 
little slap. <laughs> That's right. A little, little slap on Israel. Distract the public. Let's get the people talking about something juicy. All right? <laughs> and not juicy smolier. We're not talking tuna sandwiches here, people. Not yet. Come not back. yet. It could be. Uh, I was looking at this list of dates and casualties from the previous conflicts that have arisen between the Gaza Strip and Israel. And mm. Mm, this is interesting. They are almost every two years, dude. It's like 2018, 2017, 2015. You know what I'm saying? Like 2014. They're really good for election. It just seems like um, it could go back for centuries. It's almost like you could take a look at what's going on there and be like, that's a place that's pretty old, and they've got a pretty old conflict going on between them. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's why we can't even say anything because their conflict goes back to before Christians even existed. <laughs> uh, they go back before Jesus. Yeah, that's right. The Jesus people, we're out. We're out of this conversation. It's crazy. You guys want to go before Jesus? We can't even think before Taylor. That's right. There is no <laughs> BT. Before Taylor, it was just nothingness. <laughs> and then and then God then created showed up in the red and gold. That's right. And God and then God parted the firmament and he created the and it was the Taylor and the Kelsey and then they came I together. I mean, they even picked a team where it's like her color. You know? It matches the lipstick she prefers. It matches everything. Oh, yeah, like right. come on, she couldn't be like a Baltimore Ravens girlfriend. No, I mean nobody likes Lamar Jackson. And she doesn't look good in purple. I know. It doesn't look good in purple. Uh, Tom Brady's already out. Aaron Rodgers is injured. Uh, no there's no, Yeah, there's no, no Vex. Yeah, see, you nailed it, man. That's how they went down the line. with DeMar Hamlin. That would have been a spin. Wow. That's coming in the reboot. That's right, dude. <laughs> no, that's who... Uh, that's Ariana Grandy's going to be with the DeMar Hamlin guy. Right? He should get a Kardashian. Wow, we need a Kardashian into the NFL, right? They, actually, they're more NBA chicks. They are always well, dating the NBA. That's what I'm saying. Fellas. They need to venture out, broaden their horizons a little bit. I mean, what's her name? She already made a billion dollars off of the fans you got. Let's get you in the NFL. You talking about Kim? Kim Kardashian? Nah, the other one. I don't know. There's a lot of Kardashians. I only know the dude who's a chick now. Outside of Kim Kardashian, Bruce, Bruce Jenner. My favorite Kardashian is Rob. (laughs) (laughs) The dude dude never said, I don't even know what the fucking guy sounds like. I don't remember what he looks like. And he's still a dude. You're my favorite Kardashian. Congratulations. He is kind of the Don Jr. of the Kardashians. You know what I'm saying? He's the Baron. (laughs) (laughs) You know? He's like the Baron Trump, dude. He just kind of... I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's slaying pussy all over town. How old is Baron Trump now? Is he? Is he past the 18 mark? Is he gonna? Whatever age is sexy, that guy is. You know what I mean? Baron Trump, man. That guy is a stud. He's he's probably a a huge, handsome fella. He's got all the money in the world. I mean, he's he's got the Trump gene, right? But he's got that Melania gene. And Baron, I gotta tell you, as a guy who's had to live at five seven. I don't care about your money, your fame, your what. You know what I mean? Oh no! I'd give anything for that six seven, baby. Wow. <laughs> six seven is that like an elevated level of the five seven class? 
I, you know what I mean? I think that's like, uh, so I was born to peasants. That's right. So 5'7 is greatness for like the peasants. That's the peasant. That's greatness. <laughs> yes. Royalty greatness. That's right. 6'7. <laughs> Six, 6'7 seven. Six, seven royalty greatness. All right. Yeah. I could see yeah. that. I, I watched a little NBA action with that new fellow who's like 7'4 or whatever with the 8-foot wingspan. Oh, how do you do? I'm pretty good. It's preseason, but I couldn't get over the fact that he like stole a ball and was running, and he didn't like jump to dunk or extend his arm. He his arm yeah, was they like gotta raise the nuts. dude. His arm was his arm was crooked back, and he dunked it like I don't even know how to describe it, man. It would be like me shooting a paper wad into a trash basket. No, it's it's like you playing on those. Uh... Uh, little kid basketball hoops. With it a small was ball. weird. It's weird yeah. looking though because he's enormous, even compared to these other enormous guys out there. But his limbs don't make sense. And then when he has the ball and he approaches the basket, it, you're, it's not even a game. It's nothing. It's weird. He's just kind of putting the ball in there. Hmm. I don't even think he needs to jump. I think he does it for show. Well, dude, since uh, it is uh, preseason basketball, I got a clip I got to play you real yes, quick. Yes, we got time. I love it. Are you ready for this yeah, one? Yeah, man. I don't think you're going to like it. I'm all ears. It's not playing. You know what? I Since we're there, I will throw this out there. I believe the Bears will make the playoffs this year. Yeah! <laughs> oh, get the fuck out of here. For those listening, stop. <laughs> Frank, Frank is a Chicago fan, and every fucking Chicago fan says that shit every goddamn this is, year. So Aaron Rodgers... This, this is, this is the only two-week period where every Chicago fan is happy, because this is when we all have the hope. The Bears, the Bears Nothing has started yet. Bears did great already dra- uh, trading before the draft, and my main reason is... The Lions are the Lions, mm. and Minnesota just always sucks, no Minnesota matter what, sucks. because they're Kirk Cousins. <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers is going to the New York Jets. Here's what's funny. Minnesota, one and four. Love? Get the fuck out. Gotta be better than ours. I don't even know who he is, but he's gotta be better. You're talking about Justin Fields, the former number one draft pick? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was also the number one quarterback in fantasy last year. He's a stat machine. Listen, the Bears, they never make it. They never make it. Well, I'm glad you disagree because I hope you're marking your calendar right now in this time frame. We shall go back to this clip uh, six months from now. I will be correct. I am telling you, the Bears are in a very bad division. Bro, bro, you even said it. We're going to come back to this. I'm glad. I'm glad you said it. (laughs) Was that six months ago? (laughs) Has it been six months? No, I don't even have to wait six months. They're 0 and 4. Or no. 1 and 4. They're tied with the Vikings, so I was correct that the Vikings stink house, no doubt. Bears. Oh, the whole division. (laughs) I know, that's what I'm saying. Bears still have a chance. Throw it out there. Mark your calendar, folks. Mark (laughs) mark it down. The the funniest part about that prediction is you know everything about football. I know nothing. I just purely went off of Chicago. Oh, yeah. No, no, I don't believe it. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know who that guy was, but he sounds like a prophet. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Dude, I love that clip because of the confidence. We were like, good, I'm glad. You know, we're going to play this in six months. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not every the, Chicago when, fan. When dude. was that, though? When is the six-month mark? That's what I want to know. I think we are actually at about the. I feel like we are. That was kind of back in the summertime because yeah. we were talking baseball at that time, correct? This was yeah in the spring. I think it was yeah. in March. Absolutely, yeah, we're actually we're, at that six. This we, is so we have crossed funny, over though. because people. That is what I deal with every time any <laughs> team starts their season in Chicago. It's like, oh, you understand, man? The Blackhawks, yeah, but they just got this kid out of Minnesota. And you're like, dude. <laughs> Go fuck it. The, the, the way you described Fields and like look at him now, they're like talking about getting rid of him. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny, dude. There's literally every year. We're like, what do you mean the first year? We got the first round trip pick. We got Justin Fields. We're, gonna, we're building a team around him. Our head coach is th- like, what, is, what did they say? Four and 18? You got to find the clip where I predicted Yankees Cubs. Neither are in the playoffs. Oh, right it, goes, <laughs> it goes on. Here we go. 